Hey, you guys, it's Joe. I just wanted to jump on here really quickly at the beginning of this episode to let you know that we changed our release schedule a little bit due to the deadline of the elevated offer on the Southwest Rapid Rewards card. We wanted you guys to have as long as possible to take advantage of that. So our scheduled episode three is now coming out as our episode two. So if you hear us referencing our past episode, it hasn't actually been released yet. That is going to be the episode all about Chase Ultimate Rewards and the Sapphire Preferred, and that is going to be next week's episode. So we just didn't want you to be confused with the little timeline shift that we've done here because we are uh, deterring a little bit from our regularly planned schedule. So going forward, everything should be in the proper order. We just wanted you to be aware of that. So thanks for listening. Ever pinch pennies all year for that one family vacation only to feel the budget blues afterward? If so, I was just like you. After three long vacationless years, I stumbled upon travel hacking and cracked the code to amazing vacations that I could actually afford. Welcome to Hacking Your Wanderlust. In this podcast, you will discover how opening credit cards strategically can save you thousands on travel. We're not just dreamers anymore. We're two adventurous moms turning dreams into reality. Join us as we spill all the travel hacking secrets. And contrary to popular belief, traveling on points and miles isn't reserved for the elite or those with overflowing bank accounts. It's for everyday people like you and me learning to turn routine expenses into free travel. Consider us your travel hacking guides. This is Hacking Your Wanderlust. Let the adventure begin. Welcome back to Hacking Your Wanderlust. I am Mary Ellen. And I am Joe. As always, we are so happy you are here. And I just want to share a little fun tidbit from my week. I have just booked a Chicago trip for my daughter's 12th birthday. Yay! Yes, I'm so excited. It is at the end of the month. So December 28th through 30th, we are going to be going to Chicago. We're just road tripping. It's an easy drive from St. Louis, which is where we live. And we are going to be staying at the Chicago Athletic Association Hotel which if you've never heard of it, it is a uh, Hyatt and it is so cool. It is like an old athletic vintage looking building that they converted into a hotel. It is so, I mean, the pictures, I, I cannot even wait. We'll I am a- so excited for you guys. And I'm so excited for her 12th birthday. Yeah, it's a big one. And I'm taking her best friend with us. So it's going to be a little girls weekend. And all of the Christmas stuff in Chicago is still going to be up. And Millennium Park is going to be right across the street. And it's really, really going to be cool. And we're going to have a whole episode about it because I'm sure the details, I'm just going to want to share all of them. So I will save the rest of that. But I did just book the hotel today. And it just, ugh. Having that, having those transfer partners, it's just the best. I can't wait to hear about that. I don't have a lot of experience with Chicago. I have been to Chicago. One of my best friends lived in Chicago for a while. And so I did visit her there after she had a baby. And it was so fun. We had a little girl's trip to go see her newborn. But I don't have a ton of experience with Chicago. So I cannot wait to hear about that. 
I am really excited to share because I actually haven't been to Chicago since she was born. And she's about to be 12. So I went uh, when I was a much younger person. And the experience was more about, like, what bars are we going to than, <laughs> than the kind of change. They sure do, because that sounds absolutely awful to me now. So <laughs> so funny that you say that, because just tonight I'm going out to dinner with some of my best girlfriends. And we all have young children now, even though they're actually older than me. They're a little bit older moms to be having really young newborns. But it's hard to pencil out time for us to go to a dinner together. So we decided to go to dinner together. And one of my friends says, OK, I'm going to make the reservation for 630. 6.30 p.m. And my first thought was, wow, that's really late. <laughs> 6.30. Are you for real? Because I normally eat at 4.30 when my kids get off the bus. But okay, you know what? 6.30. I can make it work. Look at me. Night owl. Crazy. I can do this. Yeah, and then, you are. And then the other friend text and says, oh, I didn't know we were going that early. I really need to go after I put my babies to bed. Um, I thought we could go maybe at like 7.45, 7.30, And I said, are we in college? Who is going out to dinner at 7.45 p.m.? By that point, I have got my hoodie on. I am in the bed and I am watching my K-dramas on Netflix. Who is, who am I going out to eat crazy at 7.45 tonight? Honestly, uh, we are the same person because that is me to a T. You know, it is so wild. Okay. And I'm like embarrassed to even say this right now. On Friday night this week, I am going to an event that starts at 10 p.m. And the reason I'm embarrassed. Okay. Yeah, I know. I see people your face. Can't see, people can't see the way that my jaw just dropped when you said 10 p.m. I have not seen 10 p.m. in months. I haven't either. I'm honestly a little terrified that I'm like not going to make it. And let me tell you why this is embarrassing. Okay. I have a secret reality television thing. Okay. Mm. I love me some Real Housewives. I love me some Vanderpump Rules. I love The Bachelor. Okay. And I oftentimes keep this to myself because there's some judging that happens. In the show Vanderpump Rules, there is a crazy character who is very controversial and many people do not like who is a DJ. And that DJ is coming to the casino near my house. And I bought tickets, and my friend and I are going to be the oldest people there by a mile. Listen, there you will find no judgment here. Okay, you will find. I almost bought tickets to go see a K drama star. Okay, this little probably twenty year old South Korean actor in New York, and I am like a mom who's almost forty from South Carolina. Okay, so no judgment here. I love it. And this is why we travel hack so that we can go to these places. <laughs> that is absolutely true. And I love this for us. Honestly, you may maybe you'll get me into some K dramas and I'll get you oh, into some American reality TV. Maybe we'll just have to do a little flip flopping here. I love it. I don't think I've watched a show without subtitles in months, but you are gonna, you may get me back on it. I mean, once you start, it's very hard to stop. Okay, so let's get into the travel hacking portion of our show, which is they tell me what our show is about. Today is all about Southwest Airlines' most magical thing that exists in travel hacking for me, and that is the Companion Pass, Southwest Airlines' Companion Pass. I feel like we need a musical cue right here that's like the angels singing from the heaven. <laughs> I think we do. It has changed the world for our family. 
And it has not yet changed the world for our family because I am not going to be working on mine until this upcoming year, but we will have it and it will change our world and we cannot wait to share this with you. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of go through the typical route that people use to get there. And then at the end, Mary Ellen is going to tell you all about the way that she got there because she did it a little differently and it might be something that you're interested in um, because some people don't like to venture into the world of business cards. So stay tuned for that at the end because that's going to be a good listen. I'm really interested to hear how you did it. I can't wait to tell you. It is different. I am not, I do not have a Southwest business card and both myself and my husband have companion pass. Oh, so you have clearly figured out the way. I'm actually really excited because I have not heard anybody do it without the business card. So that is going to be really interesting. So how about you give us an overview of what the companion pass is? This is what Southwest companion pass is. Once you earn a certain amount of Southwest points in one calendar year, And right now, that is 135,000 points in one calendar year. I'm going to say that 10 times because that's very important. From January to December, 135,000 points, you earn a companion pass. And companion pass is a buy one, get one free flight for every single flight that you go on. It can be, you can use it once or twice and it's not really worth it to earn it if you're only going to use it once or twice. Or you could literally go on a flight every single day that you have the companion pass and you could take somebody with you for only the price of their taxes and fees, which for most Southwest flights is about $5.30. Once you earn Southwest companion pass, you name a person as your companion. So for me, I've named my daughter as my companion and she can fly free with me. I'm going to say free. It's really plus the taxes and the fees, but I'm just from here on out. We're going to assume that everyone knows that. So she can fly with me for free. You get it from the moment that you earn companion pass for the rest of that calendar year. So I earned companion pass in about March. So I earned it for the rest of that calendar year and the entire next calendar year. So you could have companion pass in theory, for up to almost two full years. And that's what I'm going to have it for almost two full years because I actually had a promo companion pass for a few months before that. I know that's a thing. That's a thing. You can earn a mini companion pass. Did you know that? News to me. I did not know. I cannot wait to hear about that. Yeah. Before my husband and I had the full companion passes, we did a deal. Usually Southwest runs it in about August where if you book a flight and fly, they'll give you an end date, you know, maybe the end of October before that, you can earn a little promo companion pass for January, February. And they've done this the past several years. So my husband and I, we booked a little quick trip up to Boston with our family. Both of us earned the mini companion pass. And then when we had that in January and February of the next year, we took our kids to Louisville. We went to Mammoth Cave National Park. We took them to St. Louis. We went on multiple trips with just the promo, like mini two-month companion pass right before we earned our full companion passes. 
Oh my gosh, what a nice little taste of something so extraordinary. I can't believe I didn't know about that. So you said that you name a companion. So does that mean once you name someone, that's your only companion? Or how does that work? So you can change your companion up to three times a year. So my daughter is my companion. However, my husband and I went on a little trip and I wanted him to go for free with me. So you just call Southwest. It does not take more than a you know, five minute phone call, changed it to him. We went on that trip. And then when we got back, I changed the companion back to my daughter. I could have changed it to my son. I could have changed it to my best friend. Doesn't have to be a relative. It can be truly whatever person you want to fly with you. And you can change it three times within the year. I also did want to mention that if you are changing companions, you have to finish any trips that you've already booked with your current companion before you can change to a new companion. And that is important. You absolutely have to do that. Before we go on to more companion paths, because we're going to give you some real strategies for earning the companion pass. But let's tell you more about why we like Southwest in general beyond just if you have companion pass. Joanna, you go ahead and tell me what is one of your favorite things about Southwest? Because I know you do fly Southwest, even though you don't have the companion pass yet, you are a Southwest customer. I sure am. And, you know, I started with the Rapid Rewards card. So right out of the gate with the travel hacking, I was earning a bunch of Southwest points. So I love Southwest. St. Louis has a huge Southwest presence. I can pretty much go anywhere in the U.S. from here, and there's always pretty good redemptions. And what I love so much about Southwest is not only are their flights super reasonable, okay, but you can always have the two free checked bags. And I love the way that their seating and boarding process goes. And I know a lot of people look at this as a drawback from Southwest, but I actually like it. I do not like that last minute thing where they're trying to get you to spend more money to get better seats. I would prefer to be able to just be sitting there waiting to check in 24 hours before my flight, get a reasonable, you know, B position in line, get there, get on the plane, get my seat, not have to pay any extra money. I honestly think it is a better way. And I think it helps them keep their prices more manageable. So I don't know, that might be a a weird one. But that's one for me that I really like. What about you? What do you love about Southwest? I love many things. When it comes to the boarding, I normally board as a family because I have young kids. And so for any listeners out there who may be like me, if you have a child age five and younger, you can board with family boarding, which happens after A, but before group B. And so I don't really ever worry about can we sit together because we're always going to be with family boarding. And so we have never had a problem sitting together. Now, I will say that I have um, kind of an age gap with my kids. I have a 10-year-old and 8-year-old, and then now I have a 2-year-old. So there was a time there that I panicked because I was like, oh my gosh, we're aging out of the five and under. I'm going <laughs> to, we're going to have to board with regular people. I love my family boarding, but then I had a baby just, you know, just so that I could board with Southwest family boarding and that worked out. Yes, that's <laughs> no, the can... only reason you're like, we have to have more kids for that family boarding. <laughs> so I like family boarding, but one of the other things that as a busy mom too, is one of my favorite things about Southwest is that you can cancel your flight 
up to 10 minutes before your flight and get your full refund or full points back. And that is huge for me. I had a trip plan recently this fall to go down for a conference and just kind of a fun weekend. I was going to take one of my kids with me, make a just a special mommy son weekend of it. And his flag football team, shout out to the Vikings, did really well. And it was so exciting. They had playoffs. And because of a rain out game, whatever, their playoffs got moved the weekend that we were supposed to go on the trip. And oh. so I held out because I thought, uh-oh, I want to watch the weather just in case it gets rained out again. I don't want to cancel my trip in case he gets rained out. I want to go at the last minute, but I also want to be here if he plays in a championship game. And so in the end, I did cancel my Southwest flight the same day that I was going to take it because you have up till 10 minutes before the flight and went to my son's game and they won the championship. And it was really, really awesome. And I was so glad that I had the peace of knowing that I could cancel that flight and change my plans last minute to make sure I was at his game and not miss out on that. So that cancellation policy, I, I really love it. It's valuable to me as a mom. Oh my gosh, it's so, so valuable. I'm going to actually be utilizing it. Uh, I'm planning this in advance because the trip I'm taking in January, we decided to come home on the train. I already booked round trip which this is why sometimes people recommend booking one leg at a time. So I cannot currently cancel my return trip home, but guess what I can do? I can fly my trip there. And then once that leg is done, then I can cancel my return flight and get those points back for that. So that's a little hack right there. And Southwest is so flexible that way. And it is so amazing. And the other thing that you can do with Southwest is you can watch your flights. And if the point value drops, you can rebook at a lower point price. And this is how people save a ton of money. Southwest flights are already very, very reasonable. But if there's somewhere you want to go on certain dates, grab those tickets, spend the points, and then just watch them. And if, look, if they never drop and you're like, I don't want to spend this, cancel them. But you could just watch them and keep rebooking. My mom told me that she just went, I don't remember where they went, but they went on a trip a couple months ago and she said she watched her flight and it dropped nine times in between the time that she booked and the time that they left on the trip. And she rebooked each time it dropped. I got 5,000 points back today on a flight doing that very thing. You can tell I'm like competitive or something because I love everything is like a game to me. Same. And so nothing is more fun than logging into my Southwest app and you go to your trips, you just check change my flight and you don't actually have to change it if the price has not gone down and you can do this whether you spent with dollars or points, you do not have to change it, but you can click change my flight see if price has gone down. And if it does, you can click through to change it. You don't have to cancel it, rebook. Nope. You just click, click through to change it. They instantly give you either money back or points back. And today, 5,000 points back for our family. And that can literally get you an entire another flight. That's the oh, yeah. other thing. Southwest runs some amazing sales. Okay, I, I will talk about this more in detail, but I got round trip flights for two people for 7,500 points, okay, mm. for the trip that I have coming up. 7,500 round trip two people because of a massive sale that they were running. And I mean, like, that is 
unbelievable. So if you're watching those price drops and you're getting those points back, you are getting an additional trip on top of the one that you already planned. It is just such good value. There's a little, this is another hacky hack. That's what we call the like real deep level (laughs) uh, when you're really getting into the travel hacking. If you want to go on a flight and you have a specific flight that you want to take, but it's more expensive than the other flights that are listed, you can buy the cheap flight, okay? Not really the one that you actually want, but just buy the cheap flight. If, say, this is, you know, when they first release their schedule, okay? Months and months in advance, they release their new schedule, you buy a flight. Then in the months leading up to your trip, If they change their schedule at all, you will get a little alert that says, hey, they've changed the schedule. Do you want to keep this flight or do you want to change? And you can for free change to that flight that you actually wanted anyway on a different day within, I believe it's a two week period, but within this little window of time on a different day, the one that you actually wanted that was a higher price. That is such a bonus. That has never happened to me. I have never gotten that alert telling me I could change it, but I do hear people talking about that all the time. And I I have. I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't use this hack purposefully because I tend to just book mine and then watch. And as the price drops, and I almost always get my flights for about the lowest price because I pay attention. But um, I have had them change my flight and get to choose another one that I actually liked better once I was on a connecting flight. And then in the end, I got to change to a nonstop flight that was better for our family anyway. And it was great. Oh, I love that. There is nothing better than a nonstop flight. And I do also want to remind everybody those ultimate rewards transfer to Southwest. So yes, they do. You might be getting these amazing uh, welcome offers from the Southwest cards, and you might have this great stockpile of points. But say that you run out somehow, you can just move those ultimate rewards points right over to Southwest. And that is just another reason that I love Southwest and ultimate rewards, obviously. It is so easy. It's really such an easy process. And I love that. It's not complicated. It doesn't take multi-steps. Pretty simple transaction to get chase points over to Southwest. It really is. I I don't really understand why there are so many Southwest haters. Maybe it's because I've grown up in St. Louis, but there some people hate Southwest and I don't get it. Listen, I don't either. I shop at Aldi. I like the Waffle House. Okay. I am not really a fancy high class kind of gal. So Southwest will do it for me, especially if I have companion pass and I can take my child for free. 1000%. So let's go straight into that and talk about, first of all, how people traditionally go about getting the companion pass. And the basic strategy that most people use is to open two different credit cards and earn the points. And I'm going to lay this out kind of slowly because there are a few things that are really important to understand. The first thing is that we, as you talked about earlier, all of your points have to be earned in one calendar year. If you earn some points in December and then earn some more points in January, you cannot combine those to earn a companion pass. Anything you earned in December does not count. You are starting from square one 
on January 1st. Some people really get tricky with their strategy because they want that companion pass right out of the gate in January. The way people do it, they will open the card they need at the end of the year and they will almost finish their minimum spend, but they will wait And in January, they will spend that last couple of hundred dollars and then those bonus points will hit their account and they are timed correctly in order to earn the pass. I did start in November because this is when the time of year that Southwest elevates their welcome offer the most. So you really want, because you need 135,000 points, it's important to capitalize on the higher welcome offer. So I did get it. I signed up for the card in November. And I spent a little bit towards Christmas shopping on the card. And I did make sure I didn't hit the minimum spend until January 1st, till after January 1st. You have to be careful. It's when you earn the bonus, you've spent $3,000 or more on your card. I tell people don't go over $2,500. Spend for Christmas shopping, spend a little bit, but do not. You could technically go to $2,999, but I would not cut it that close. No, that's scary. That is scary to me. And I have even had people say, oh, well, if you spend it, but your statement doesn't close till after January 1st, I think it's fine. No, we are not taking chances with the companion pass. It is too valuable. So I do recommend for people to open the card in November just because the welcome offer is so much higher. Put that card away at at 2,500. Put it away. Don't let it be on your husband's Apple wallet, okay? Oh my gosh, no. Do not risk it. (laughs) I have heard horror stories about people who did get the card and then their spouse accidentally spent to go over the 3000 because they didn't realize it. And oh, my heart breaks for them. My heart breaks for them because that does screw you up. If you earn the points, you spend that money before the end of the year. I mean, you can still earn their companion pass, but you're not going to have those sign up bonus, that huge chunk of points to get you there. And it's going to be just very, very difficult. Because the other way you're earning it is from either spending or from taking 100 one-way flights. And Joanna, you mentioned something very important. We we kind of didn't even mention the fact that you can earn companion pass by the number of flights that you take because I have never known personally anyone to ever do that just because it is so many, but that's out there. That's not really realistically part of the strategy for earning companion pass. Yeah, that is not how most people do it. I have to say when I first heard about this, Uh, and I heard 135,000 points, I thought people were spending that much money to earn these. Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, I'm never going to try for that because that's not me. It seems unattainable. Yeah, 135 seems unattainable, but it truly is not. And I will say, I'll make a note that even though it's 135,000 points, they give you at the beginning of the year a 10,000 point little bonus towards your companion pass. So really, it's 125,000 points that you need. You only get that 10,000 points towards your companion pass if you are a card holder at the beginning of the year. You would need to open your card in November, in December. Come January, you will receive that 10,000 points towards your companion pass for being a card holder at the start of the year. Okay, let's go straight into the basic card that people usually get, which is the normal Rapid Rewards Plus card. There are 
actually three Southwest personal cards, and you can only hold one of them at a time. The other two have higher annual fees, and they have some extra benefits, but most people go for the basic Rapid Rewards Plus. So that's the one we're going to go over today. So my husband and I actually do have two different cards. I have the Southwest Rapid Rewards Priority Card, which is their higher, highest tier personal card. And then my husband has the Southwest Rapid Rewards Plus Card, which is the lowest tier personal card. Right now, the sign-up bonus is the same regardless of which of those cards you get. It's 75,000 points at the moment. So I'm going to dive straight in on the plus card. As you said, it is a elevated bonus, only goes until December 11th. So when this is dropping, I think you'll have a week to decide if you want to get on it, especially if they're going to do your method. They need to really make sure that they're getting on top of that elevated offer. And we will have referral links in the show notes if you want to use ours. Or as always, ask a family member, ask a friend who has Southwest cards. Uh, you know, you could also look at other creators that you follow online and use their codes. We really just want you to choose somebody to support. Okay, so as I said, this card has an elevated offer right now for 75,000 points when you spend $3,000 in three months. So like we talked about, if you're going for the companion pass and you're opening it, in December or in November, you're not going to finish that $3,000 of spend until you get to January. $2,500, put the card away. January 1st, get it back out. Now, this card, the Rapid Rewards Plus card, has a $69 annual fee. You do get two early bird check-ins per year, which is nice. Instead of you having to sit there and wait and check in directly at the 24-hour mark, it checks you in early and I think it does it automatically. That benefit was helpful for our family this year. Normally we don't use it because we're family boarding, but my husband did go on a trip with just my son, the two of them, which was really special. And he wanted to be able to board with my son and not be in boarding group C and risk them being separated. So he has that credit card and he did take advantage of that. And it worked out beautifully for them. They were able to board together. They didn't have to worry about being separated. Yeah, and that's exactly my circumstance as well. You know, with an upcoming 12-year-old, uh, it does become a little bit scary with Southwest boarding to worry that you're going to get separated. Luckily, most people are very nice and will not be mad at you if you're trying to sit with your child. We also have 25% back on in-flight purchases. I don't know how many people actually purchase things in flight, but if you want to be buying drinks and things like that, you're going to get 25% back on that. We also have two points per dollar spent on internet, cable, phone services, and select streaming. And I'll tell really? you the reason that I went with the priority card over the plus card, there's not really not a whole lot of difference. The annual fee is higher on the priority card. It's $149. You get 7,500 points every year, which is worth, you know, roughly $75. And then you get a $75 travel credit. So with the travel credit of $75 and the 7,500 points, that kind of negates that 
annual fee. So that's why I went with it. The priority card is slightly different. It gives you four upgraded boardings per year when available, which honestly I have not used just because again, I board with family boarding and it just hasn't been applicable to me. One other small thing about benefit of the priority card is it does have um, no foreign transaction fees, whereas the lower tier, the plus card, it has foreign transaction fees. So, I mean, that's not a big thing, but if you do travel internationally, something to note. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take you through the basic strategy that most people do, which is open the Rapid Rewards Plus credit card and get, right now, the elevated offer of 75,000 points. And then they open a business card. So right now, while the offer is elevated, you can actually open either of the business cards and still hit the 135,000 points that you need to earn. When the offer is the 50,000 points, uh, as it is for most of the year, you have to get the performance business card because the performance business card, you get 80,000 points for 5k spend. So I'm going to go over the business cards a little bit and let me tell you where my strategy differs, okay? I got the rapid rewards card way too early knowing nothing about the companion pass. So that ship has sailed for me. I cannot earn my companion pass that way. But while you can only have one personal card with Southwest, you can actually have two business cards. And we will have a business cards episode, as I've mentioned before, because if you think you don't have a business, you probably do. And you probably can get a business card. Starting in January, I will be opening my first Southwest business card, which will be the performance business card, which is the 80,000 points for 5k spend. It has a $199 annual fee. It gets four times for every dollar you spend on Southwest purchases, three times for every dollar you spend with the Rapid Rewards Hotel and Car Rental Partners, two times points for every dollar you spend on social media and search engine advertising, internet, cable, and phone services, which obviously is a very business-specific perk, two times on local transit and commuting, which does include Uber, Lyft, that kind of thing. Then you also get up to $100 on global entry or TSA pre-check. These are both awesome, and I think we will probably have bigger sections about these benefits because there are other cards that come with them as well, and they are so cool. If you really don't know anything about global entry or pre-check and you're doing a lot of traveling, you probably should. But it basically pays for that for you, which is incredible because um, I believe you hold that for five years once you get that. It also gives you 365 in-flight Wi-Fi credits, which basically means you have Wi-Fi for every single day you're flying. So it's kind of a fun card. I'm not personally getting it for the benefits, although I will use them. I'm getting it for those points to go towards the companion pass. So I will first open that. I will hit the spend. I will earn those 80,000 points. Then I will move on and I will get the premier credit card. I know these names are confusing. I can hardly keep them straight myself. It makes me a little bit nuts. But just to go over this one really quickly, the premier is 60,000 points for $3,000 of spend. 
And that one is a $99 annual fee. So at this point with the two business cards, I think it's important to note that I am up to basically $300 in annual fees. I would spend $300 every single year to have a companion pass. That is definitely a worthy trade-off to me. But also just remember if you can be maximizing those benefits. That's a good way to look at it. If you knew that you could have companion pass where you could have somebody fly with you every single flight for free, minus taxes and fees, then that I like the way that you're talking about it. I, however, do not have a business card in my strategy. I've been watching and learning from Southwest, trying to see their patterns, right? And so most of the time, the strategies start in around October, November, when they elevate their bonuses, which they have traditionally always done, and they have done again this year. No change there. So I got a Southwest personal credit card in November, got a 75,000 point sign-up bonus, worked on that. And then once January came along, I got my 10,000 bonus and I earned my sign-up bonus officially. So now I'm in my calendar year from where I'm trying to earn these points. And I've got 85,000 points plus the spending that I did, the 3,000 that I did to get up to the sign-up bonus. I was spending on this card, okay, doing some of my spending, using their shopping portal. Southwest has a shopping portal. And when you shop through their portal, those points do count towards Companion Pass. They also have a hotel portal. And if you book hotels through that portal, which I don't always do, but when I was working on Companion Pass, I did book one or two hotels through the portal. Sometimes you have a bonus points. Like it's a hotel that maybe cost $150, but I got 4,000 Southwest points for it that counted towards Companion Pass. So I did their shopping portal and I did their hotel portal, but not that much, but a little bit. Now, if their shopping portal has a special bonus offer, usually that does not count towards Companion Pass. You do need to watch carefully what does or does not count. Sometimes there will be a little asterisk and it will say not a companion pass qualifying benefit. Oh, so, sneaky. Yeah, it is a little sneaky, but their regular spending through their shopping portal does count towards companion pass points. So I did a little bit of the shopping portal, a little bit of the hotel portal. They have a rental car one as well. But then once February came along, this is what no one seems to talk about. And I have noticed Southwest has done it for several years. When I first learned about Southwest Companion Pass, there were two people that I learned about it from. So shout outs to them. The first one told me that what she did was she signed up for a credit card in February because they had this cool offer where you got about 30,000 points for signing up, which is a little bit lower of a strictly points sign-up bonus than their normal 50000 But then as soon as you hit your sign-up bonus, earn companion pass for the rest of that calendar year. So you could spend $3,000 very quickly just when you're normal everyday spending for your family. I mean, if you have a large family like mine, that goes by in no time. So in February, Southwest had that same offer that I had heard about in years past. I referred my husband for the Southwest card. I already had it. That referral gave me 20,000 more points. His offer was the 30,000 points and earning a companion pass for the rest of his calendar year. So he signed up for that, and very quickly he earned his companion pass for the rest of the year. And I was almost there because by that point, I had my 70000 for the sign-up bonus. I had 10000 that 
Southwest just gives me. That's 85. I had 20,000 from referring him. That gets you, you can see how quickly I'm getting to that 135 that I needed. I also told my sister about the companion pass, that deal in February, and she signed up for the card. So I got a referral from her. I was strategizing. I was writing down points. I was like making a game plan to try to get there by June. I was like, I just want to earn it by June. And I ended up earning it in like March, earlier than I thought I would. And then my husband had one for the rest of the year and I had one. Mine was going to be good for the rest of the calendar year and the entire next calendar year. Yeah. My husband's little promo pass that they, the deal they offer pretty much every February that I've been watching was only good for that calendar year, but he could earn the full companion pass. So if he used his Southwest card and put some spending on it, paid attention to bonuses that they did... If he got up to 135,000 points, he could also fully earn it for the next year. And he has. And so in the end, just getting two personal cards, we are both going to have had companion pass for almost two years. And I will tell you that I've been watching, like I said, I've been watching Southwest closely. And they often in the fall start sending you little bonuses, right? So right Mm. now the card maybe earns one times points on most things. In the fall, they know people are trying to get there. They want people to spend on their card. They want them incentivized to earn companion pass. So they'll start sending you offers saying, hey, actually you're going to earn two times points on everything from here on out instead of one times point on everything. So it ends up being more attainable than you think. That is so wild. So those referral points do count towards the companion pass then? They absolutely count towards companion pass. And referrals, I've been getting 20,000 points for referrals, which is huge. It ended up being the biggest blessing for our family. And I will tell you why. This is a little bit about our family. So my sister and her family have some medical needs, medical expenses, medical needs. They need to see doctors that are in another state. And so when that offer came around in February of last year, where they could get that companion pass very quickly, they recognized that that was going to help them get to doctor visits in another state. Absolutely. So much cheaper. So this companion pass ended up being such a huge blessing for their family. And that, of course, made me so happy to know that they were able to get not just companion pass so that maybe they could go on a fun trip, but their family needed that. They needed that for medical reasons. I just have full body goosebumps right now because that is just so amazing. That is what I love so much about travel hacking is it's not just, oh, we're going on these magnificent trips. This can change people's lives. Sometimes it really is not about wants. It is about needs. And I love that so much. That is so awesome. And I think it's important to know that a lot of people think that to get the companion pass, you have to trade in those 135,000 points. No, 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 you guys. You get to keep them. You get to spend them on your flights. Okay, so you are now booking your main flight for yourself with that huge stockpile of points you just accumulated. And then your companion is free, not to mention Southwest sales. If you can be flexible 
these points can last you and last you. So by the time my husband and I both earned Companion Pass, we had such a huge stockpile of Southwest points that we didn't pay for a flight. Not this whole year have we paid for a flight. We had a family of five for most of this year. That that can be explained later. That sounds funny. But we had a family <laughs> of five on most of our trips this year. And my husband and I used points for ours. We had two kids on our companion passes. And then we had a baby who was under two. So she was a lap child. So mm -hmm. as a family of five, we only had to buy two tickets and those were on our points. And so our family has flown for free, basically, this entire year. It has been unbelievable. That is really just extraordinary. And I think it's why we're so passionate about the companion pass. And we want you guys to get in on this. Now is the time. Now is the season. Okay. You have a week to get in on this elevated offer, which you really should. I mean, why lose out on those 25,000 points? Even if there's a different way to do this, you still, that's a couple extra flights. So Definitely yeah. jump and on it. And if you say you just opened some other credit card, maybe you're not in the right place right now, keep your eye out because come about February, pay attention because Southwest so often runs that other deal for the smaller companion pass that can turn into a full companion pass. So keep your eyes open for that. Yes. And because you have this for about two years, now obviously not with that special deal, but in the traditional system, you have it for about two years. Most people at the end of the two years, they wait, they follow the rules and the stipulations, but then they close the cards and they reopen them because Southwest has a rule that you can get that sign-up bonus every 24 months. So you do have to close the card and reopen it. We will have lots of episodes about these, you know, little intricacies and rules you have to follow. But that's how people essentially have the companion pass forever. They do the system yeah. and in two years they start again. And I've had people ask me too, well, if you close the card, do you lose all your points? No, because the Southwest credit card is through Chase as a bank. You earn your points, but where your points are are not with the bank. They are in your Rapid Rewards account. If you close your credit card, you're not losing your points. Okay, that is huge. I did not even know that because if you close an Ultimate Rewards credit card and you forget to transfer your Ultimate Rewards points to a different card or to a transfer partner, I do believe that you actually lose those points. So uh, you do have to be careful when you're closing cards and make sure you're following the rules, but I did not know that that about Southwest. And that is really amazing. So I do have some questions from uh, one of our listeners. And this is what she's struggling with, right? And it is something that I think both of us have probably struggled with, especially when you are new in the points and miles game, or maybe you do not have a situation where you want to open very many credit cards. Like you're kind of starting slow. Everyone starts this game in, in whatever's comfortable for them, right? They don't want to open 15 cards. Maybe they just want to open one or two cards. And in her situation, she is earning points through the Southwest shopping portal primarily through maybe hotels, through the hotel portal, she actually is not able at this point in her journey to open the Southwest credit card, but she still wants to fly Southwest. She's still earning Southwest points. And so what she has asked is, how do you get out of the scarcity mindset and actually commit to spending your points? Because I'm working so hard, she says, to earn these points. How do I actually spend the points? 
And that's tricky, right? That's going to be different for everybody. Have you struggled with that, Joanna? Like kind of being a friend, like you're earning points, but you're nervous to actually spend them? 100%. I totally relate to this. And I love that you use the phrase scarcity mindset. I don't know if that came from her, if that came from you, but I think it is so important in this game, in this hobby, to really embrace that abundance mindset and to remember that there are actually always going to be more points. If you cannot open more cards right now for whatever reason, if it is your um, 5 and 24 status, if it is if it is your credit score, if it's just a budget thing right now, if you truly cannot be doing that, but you can be spending on a card and accumulating some points in a really smart and healthy way, don't wait to take those trips because things are always changing in the points and miles game. Southwest, as of January 1st, has devalued their points a little bit. So starting soon, they're going to be worth just slightly less four cents, I believe less than they were before. That's always going to be happening. And so if you don't use them when you have the opportunity to use them, the value might get worse later. You're going to miss out on some great memory-making opportunities. And really, there are things that you can be doing to put yourself in a spot where you can get those cards you want later. So there are always going to be more opportunities. I, I think we get one life. We get one shot to make these memories. That's my opinion. I know. Tomorrow is not promised. I mm. think if you have enough points to go somewhere that you want to go, do it now. If you can do it now because things happen, like we've talked about, medical things happen, like life changes. And so use the points while you have them now. More points can come later. Let's worry about that tomorrow. And let's take the trip today. Absolutely. And remember, it's it's cancelable. If you yes. book that trip and you feel like you're really regretting it, then don't go. And that's okay. You'll get those points right back. And the other thing is that you're going to watch that. You're going to stand in the line at the grocery store and you're going to look in your Southwest app and you're going to drop that price every right. time it allows you to. <laughs> it's going to be points, okay. They're going to take you further than you think. Absolutely. I love that question. I'm so happy that she asked that because I think a lot of people have that fear of committing and just spending the points. I felt a little panicky because I just spent a lot of points in the last couple of days. And I was like watching that total dwindle as I was just click, click, click. <laughs> and, you know, I was like just thinking of the memories that I'm going to make. And I know there are always more points to be had. Yeah. What good are the points if you don't use them? You got to go for it. Percent, 100 percent. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening today. As always, please subscribe. Leave us a five star review. Follow our Instagrams. Mary Ellen, where can we find you? You can find me at Family Travel for the Win. And that is with the number four Family Travel for the Win. What about you, Joanna? And you can find me on Instagram at Hacking Our Wanderlust. Again, we'll link it in the show notes. And we will see you all here next week. <laughs>